Liberty Base here. The Eagle has landed. Worldview Truth. This is Randy Osborne with Worldview Truth, and I have a special guest today in the studio. Um, his name is Chris Workman, and Chris Workman, he is a, I was going to say former Marine. Can I say that? You, no. you can't be a former no. Marine, no. can you? No, you cannot be former Marine. <laughs> okay. It does not, it doesn't right. work well together. Okay. Chris Workman is a Marine. How am I doing? So okay. far, good, yes. And also, uh, he was employed at one point with the Federal Bureau of uh, Prison. Prisons. Yes. I was going to say investigations, but we're not going to go there either. We won't go that. No. Okay. Stay away from that. Um, and I've got him in the, in the studio this morning, very specifically, to um, discuss the horrific attack that Hamas did as a terrorist organization that they attacked Israel. And um, a horrific attack, um, I think somewhere right now in the neighborhood of over 1,300 Israelis were murdered. And I'm talking about majority of them were, were women, children, families, yes. um, unarmed, um, just a vicious, vicious attack. In fact, I saw, I saw today <clears throat> um, the forensic uh, groups in Israel trying to identify bodies, and they said it was a, the worst um, the worst thing that they have ever experienced in Israel since the Holocaust, which yeah. most of them, obviously, that's working in that space, did not experience that. Yes. But uh, just a horrific thing. And, and the question I have, and, and there's a lot of fear um, here in the United States, and that fear is, can this happen here? Can, can something of that nature and that level happen here? You say, well, yeah, it can happen here. It happened in 9-11. And uh, you're right, it did. But can can terrorist cells, similar to what happened in Israel, come across um, the United States and in different locations, different areas, and create some of the same terrorism, atrocities, murders that they did in Israel? And, and um, I think that that's a question that we all have. Nobody really wants to talk about yeah, that yeah but everybody's thinking it yes everyone i believe is it's on everyone's mind um and the question uh it's i guess will be an open debate uh everyone would have a viewpoint of course you're asking me specifically um do i see a a means to be be able to do that yes um given background military and also working in the Bureau of Prisons um, the one aspect that I see that's the commonality is uh, groups have the means to do that uh, within the prison system when you take away um, people's liberty when you restrict their freedom of movement um, that leaves a certain mentality within that group uh, specifically inmates when people have the freedom to cross a border whether it be our northern border or our southern border uh, when they come across um, unchecked unmonitored um, there have been some um, apprehended hmm. but for the most part once they come into our country 
um, they find like-minded individuals. Right. They know specifically where to travel uh, to find these people. Um, and then once there, then um, they work in small groups and they may work with another group at another location, but they'll typically leave, leave it pretty small. Let's, let's talk about that for just a minute. Let's talk about the border. And um, a lot of, there's been a lot of people, yeah. um, even people that really didn't think the border was an issue now are getting very, very concerned about this border. I mean, Israel, um, they breached their border. That's yes. how they got in. Yes. And we're not having a problem breaching our border because they can just walk right on in. There is an estimated 8 million illegals that have come into the United States since the Biden administration, 8 million. And that's not just from the southern border. That is from all borders. Yes. And um, there's a large, large uh, swath of land on that northern border. On the northern border, yes. And if you look at the states that lie close to that border, a lot of those uh, states, uh, the governments lean one particular direction, lean to the left typically. Um, and so that becomes like a safe haven for uh, these uh, groups of people. Uh, we've also had previous um, administrations that have placed um, immigrants once they come in within these states. So you have um, states or locations that have a concentration of, um, of a people that have an ideology or a thought process. And once illegals cross either the northern or southern border, um, they know where to go. They know exactly where to head. And once there, uh, they just wait. They right. just lie in wait. Right. Yeah. There is a, uh, an estimate um, that there are, um, for example, Hamas terrorists. Yeah. There's an estimate that um, there are probably somewhere in the neighborhood of confirmed about 1,800 um, people of interest that are here in the United States. And this is not counting what they don't know. There's no yeah. way they know how, where those and who those 8 million people are. There's no way. Border Patrol can't even get, yeah, get their hands around that. Yeah, they can't. Uh, yeah. And uh, once they're here, they're just so hard to, to locate. Um, and that, um, so you have that aspect of it and you have, uh, also American, I believe citizens as well who sympathize, um, with, um, the plight, I guess you could say of, um, people that feel like, uh, the world's picking on them or, you know, specifically Hamas. Uh, so we have, and it's, um, a lot of other terrorist groups, um, and not just Hamas, but it's that mentality of um, we're going to come into America uh, unrestricted, unchecked, unmonitored, and once there, once they come into the country, they have freedom of movement. Uh, there's no checks and balances within yeah. our within our own country. Um, and that's the beauty of our country at the right. same time. 
uh, is our freedom that we have and our liberties that we have to protect. I'm going to I'm going to show something. I'm I'm not going to play this, but I'm actually going to uh, I'm going to show this to the to the viewers. What this is is um, this is this was in this was report I believe in the, um, in 2022. Okay. So it was last year. This is in the Houston, Texas area. Those are children in Texas. That picture right there. Um, those are children, children in Texas. You see the, uh, the Palestinian flags, etc. around there. Iran state media share video. Of course, the state of Iran did this. Of U.S. children singing Tehran-sponsored um, religious theme. And basically, um, it goes on to say this. The anthem, solemn, and I am terrible at... Your Arabic is a little rusty? I, it's Yeah, it's mm-hmm. rusty. I'm, I struggle saying the word Arabic, so just bear with me on this. Uh, Farmada, meaning hello commander, is a pledge of allegiance by young children to the 12th Imam Shi'i Messiah Allah al-Mahdi, according to the anthem's creators in Iran. So you have the, and it goes on to say this, it, it, the anthem was written upon the recommendation of Kamani, who called on children and youth to address Imam Mahdi, according to the Lebanese Hezbollah al manar TV. And here you have it in the free state of Texas. In Texas, of all yeah. places. And that, that was last year. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is, and you mentioned something that's extremely important. In America, we do have freedoms. It's, it's a free country. We have freedom of speech. We yes. have uh, freedom of assembly. We have freedom of the press, which it, that's becoming really weird because... Depends on which side of the coin... Right. It's some freedom, but but they tend to uh, ban you. I've been banned from YouTube um, and it was simply a joke about the the governor of of California um, going out to restaurants with no mask on. And I got banned for that. So that's that's our kind of our freedom, I guess we're we're experiencing. So but here's the question I have. How far does that freedom go? You have freedom of speech. How far, how far does that freedom go? For example, if you had, um, here's a good example. You cannot make a threat against the president of the United States. Okay. If mm-hmm. you do, they will show up. They will show up. Consequences. Am I, am yes. I right? That okay. is correct. Yes. So <clears throat> there is a restriction to the level of the speech that you are able to, to give. Yes. Okay. If you were to make a threat against a congressman or a senator, somebody would show up at your door. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not acceptable. Um, even for citizens, if somebody was to threaten a citizen, threaten violence, or threaten um, uh, you know threaten to kill somebody, to murder somebody, um, that's beyond the scope of that freedom, that constitutional freedom of speech. Yes. So here's the question. How far can people go on that on that same constitutional uh, concept? How far can they go? Well, I would um, 
go as far as to say that our Constitution and our Bill of Rights protect those that have a sense of uh, moral decency about us, about um, who we who we are, um, our freedom in um, our religion. But when a religion begins to impose violence upon another, either religion or political um, uh, stand, then uh, based on uh, the definition of what terrorism is, um, we would all uh, do well to understand that there comes, uh, there's a tipping point in, in our freedom that when you begin to abuse the freedom that's afforded in our country uh, where you want to uh, impose uh, violence either uh, through uh, a religious ideology or a political ideology, then that goes beyond the scope of what our founding fathers uh, wrote within our constitutional framework. Well, well, some people, let me stop you for a minute. Some people would say, well, that's freedom. That's freedom of religion. I mean, I mean, this is, um, for example, most of these terrorists are, are holding, um, the Islamic faith as their basis of the violence and et cetera. So they're saying, well, that's freedom of religion. You're, you're imposing or you're, um, you're, you're curbing my ability to free expression of of my religious faith. What would you say to that? My uh, rebuttal or my answer to that statement would simply be: um, if we um, if if we look at religion, uh, one religion um, says that we're to love our enemies, that we are to. Uh, be compassionate towards those that oppose us and would despitefully use us to do to do harm and to do wrong to us. Okay, that's a Christian so, faith. Though. So that's a Christian faith. I didn't want to go down that. Let's but just, yes, let's, let's, just, just, let's just call it for what it is. I mean, yes. that's that's so a, that's so that now, was th- a, and there's some other religions like that. Yeah, there's um, some others other religions that would be close to that would align to that, but on the opposition on the opposing side of that is a religion uh, that it advocates, it, it says on the surface, we're, we're, it's peace. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but underneath, once you get into uh, what that religion is, it's peace to your face until we come with guns or a, a knife or a sword or a hoe, some means to behead you. Uh, so that's that's the violent aspect of their religion. Right. That only a certain portion of uh, the Muslims hold to that, and then there's some that um, oppose that violence. So within their within that scope of um, that religion, um, you have some that do that. But is that on a political aspect? Is that on the surface so that those that are underneath that are the arm of that religion to be able to come in and to usurp um, 
the religion that advocates Christianity that advocates, uh, you know, peace and to love your enemy. Um, but as a Marine, uh, to a point, yes, uh, then, then the Marine. Then things change. Then things change very quickly. Let me, yes. Let me mention something uh, that I think is probably relevant to the conversation. Our, our founding fathers, let me back up. There is a um, majority of the religions of the world, almost all religions of the world, um, have a works-based, um, a good works-based yes. yes. um, part of their religion. Now, uh, for example, um, we as as Christians, we do good works because of our salvation or or, yes. or what God did for us. Yes. So we do good works as a base of that. Uh, many religions, many religions, and some groups of um, um, ref- reformed theology, etc. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to be careful how I say that, but many there are some religions that have a work, a good works based religion. On that is the way that they get to heaven. Okay, but. Bottom line is, is majority of of the um, religions of the world yeah. have a have a component of that good works base in their religion. Um, Islam does too. Um, now there's different there's different groups of Islam, so mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. putting them all in one yeah. yeah in one category. But what I would say is this: those groups some many of those some of those groups shiites um the uh, the sunnis now there's different spin-offs of both of those groups yeah. but let's talk about those basic ones that are in the middle east they have a basis of religion that is based on some of their uh their religions based on violence mm-hmm. um kill the infidel in the quran um and it goes on it's so they think they're doing good works in the name of violence, of the, in the name of murder, in the way of terrorism. Um, it's what they think. So based on that, is our Constitution still um, still give them those, that, those freedoms that they give the, the rest of uh, Americans? Yeah, that's always been... Um the hotbed topic right there. Um, go back to, to the Marine Corps real quick. Um, uh, Gitmo. Uh, that's, that base is specifically, uh, designed and there for one reason. Um, and when, uh, when we were, uh, when our military was capturing, um, terrorists in, um, you know, Afghanistan, Iraq, and uh, they were transporting them to Gitmo. Gitmo was uh, there for the basis of uh, gathering information, gathering intel right. on what was happening in country. And so um, the hotbed topic was do once we apprehend them and we transport them to uh, Gitmo, um, does our constitution then um, protect those individuals because they're in our custody and care? So, from um, a military standpoint, uh, I would have I would have one thought 
and that thought would be no, because they're still a terrorist, they're still a threat. Uh, we have them in custody for the sole purpose of um, gathering intel. From a correctional officer's standpoint, um, I would have to also add to that it is our responsibility to um, ensure that they remain safe once they're in our custody and our care. Um, but there's the difference is at Gitmo, they haven't gone before a judge. Once they do, um, if they're convicted of a crime, that's and that's and that's the key. What's what what is the crime? Right. And right. so so there's always a difference between the two, and we have to understand that that there's a difference between what the military does and what we do um, on the civilian aspect of it. Right. Uh, so basically, from a mil military standpoint, um, the same rights afforded to the Constitution may not be there because um, of of um, combatants. Combatants. As, yeah. As it's defined. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me show you something that um, this is actually by uh, the Daily Wire actually reported this. And um, this is a lady. Um, Sean Hannity has posted this on his on his website. This is a lady. Her name is Ali. And she works with um, in the District of Columbia with DHS. Now, hmm. Now, what's DHS? Let's think of it from DHS. Department of Housing. No, no. What is that? Homeland. Homeland Security. Homeland Security. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just checking and Just seeing if it was the same thing. I know Marines think a little different. So yes. I, yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I wasn't really sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. So let's take a look at this real quick. Ollie. Ollie. Allie. We'll go with Ali. Sure. She's with the Department of Homeland Security and uh, with the District of Columbia. And here is her post on October the 8th, Free Palestine. And there you have it. There's, the, there's her picture. There's her face. And there's her picture. So you've got all these people paratrooping, um, into there's the looks like the dome right there so into jerusalem it's a picture obviously um and on october 7th by october 8th it was very clear what happened in israel mm -hmm. and how these people went in and murdered beheaded shot babies in the head burned people alive and the department of homeland security What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's totally unethical. Um, that individual should have been should be released, fired. It's a it's a sad that um, when when employed by the federal government, there is a should used to be a standard of the hiring process. Uh, if and, and if you did that, let me back up. If you did if you did something like that. Instead of me being the correctional officer, I would become the inmate. Yeah. This is Randy Osborne with Worldview Truth. And I want to invite you. This is a fairly new podcast. It hasn't been running that long. 
We are only on Rumble on video, but we are on all of your uh, podcast channels on audio, um, Spotify, um, Odyssey. It goes on and on. Apple. But I want to encourage you to to follow this channel, to like it, share it with your friends. Um, we are getting some pretty impressive numbers to only be um, viewing on the air, so to speak, in the past few months. So I really encourage you uh, to watch it, to share it, and definitely follow that channel. Sign up for Rumble. Rumble um, is a is a um, is a platform that is. Um, we don't have the same issues that we have on other platforms because it is a free, um, a free channel. So I just want to encourage you that it's rumble. It's Randy. It's actually worldview truth. Randy Osborne It's worldview truth, Randy Osborne. And I appreciate you doing that. We're back here with, uh, Chris Workman, former, I'm sorry, Marine, Marine, Chris yes, Workman. Yes. And uh, we are we're talking about the at what level does your freedoms, freedom of speech um, actually bypass the rights of the Constitution? And I think we've established that that some level yes. that is restricted. Yes. Um, and, and it's rightfully and makes sense. Um, I'm going to pull up a um, basically a, an article and this is by uh, CNN. Communist. Okay. I mean, yeah. CNN. Um, anyway, we won't explain what that means because mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure anymore. However, uh, we're going to pull up this article, and this is what it says. Biden's Iran envoy placed on leave after security clearance suspended amid investigation into possibly possible mishandling of classified material, sources say. Isn't that treason? Let's read that again. I, it used to be. Ask Snowden. I, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, if I mean, as a Marine, I was going to say if you were a Marine, but as a Marine, as a Marine. Okay, yes. I got that. As yeah. a Marine, if if you were mishandling classified material, um, depending on what it was, you might get shot on sight. Would I mean, they. As, least, that's a, that's the sorry. That's the military mindset. Yeah, uh, they'd have a conversation they, with you. They would have a very long, lengthy conversation. Maybe a later, maybe a guess. heart to heart. Yes. Well, let's see what the details of this is. I always say, and there's more. And there's more. Paul Harvey. Rob Malley, the U.S. Special Envoy on Iran. That's ironic. Mm -hmm. I mean, ironic. Ironic. Has been placed on leave without pay. Oh my, they're not going to pay him. You know why they probably are not paying him? This is just my thought process. Okay, I know this where is you're going I, with this. I think, I think they took all the money and they, they gave it to Iran. <laughs> put it on a pilot. Put it on a plane. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they palletized that stuff and they sent it the to Iran yeah. and say, "I'm sorry, man. You don't have no more. We don't have no more money for you." Yeah. 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 That's just again my thought. I don't know. Administratively without pay. That's interesting as well. Right. So let's read on. Rob Malley, the U.S. Special Envoy on Iran, has been placed on leave without pay, which occurred after his security clearance was suspended earlier this year amid an investigation into handling of classified 
material, multiple sources told CNN. Just a side note, just th this doesn't have anything to do with this particular article. There was some other guy that was mishandling uh, classified information, even as a senator, and apparently he kept the stuff in his garage? Yeah, I mean, paper it, trail. Hmm. It, yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I has nothing to do with this, but <laughs> yeah. it's it's interesting, I guess, when some people mishandle classified information, it's different than others. I think um, that's the new constitution, I think. I don't know. Yes, that's the living. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's the, the new translation. The, the new tra yes, the new translation. Yes. <laughs> that living, <laughs> that, living that, that living document thing really messes things <laughs> yeah, up, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, I had a I had a um, gun protester um, told me that the Constitution was a living document, and he's like, it should be. He goes, you know, it's not like the, and he was like frustrated because the Bible. He was trying to <laughs> compare it to the Bible. It was like, um, yeah, yeah, well, no, the Constitution's a living document. It's like, well, it's a Bible. And he's like, uh, well, um, uh, yeah, well, people people don't agree with that. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah, let's go on. <laughs> a U.S. official said Molly's clearance was suspended amid a State Department document security investigation and possibly mishandling of classified information. Another source, this is CNN now. This is, this is CNN. This is, this is good stuff. It's a good source. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When CNN says there's an issue. <laughs> there, there's there, an issue. There could be an there's issue. Okay. An issue. So when they were investigating the security, the possibly mishandling of classified information, another source familiar with the matter said he was placed on unpaid leave on Thursday afternoon. Now, Anytime somebody is placed on unpaid leave, in my experiences, it's usually um, to the serious of the, uh, the the seriousness of the nature that there's it's pretty cut and dry that there's yeah there's issues. something yeah shady going on there's something really bad going on yeah and he said I have been informed my security clearance is under review. I have not been provided any further information, but I expect the investigation to be resolved favorably and soon. In the meantime, I am on leave, and he's on leave without pay. It goes on to say this. For a period of time, following the State Department investigation, Malley remained on the job but was not allowed to access classified information. So apparently they found out he was doing something, and they said, okay, we're just going to take your we're going to take your lockbox away, but you can still play in the sandbox, okay? Yes. Um, I guess a better analogy would be I'm taking your sand toys away that you've been playing with, but you can still stay in the sandbox. Yes. Um, yeah, that's uh, – there has to be some something within that uh, – to be able to lose your clearance, uh, that's a that's that's a serious issue. Once you lose it, and to, then to be able to try and regain it uh, would be probably a very very um, be very difficult to get that back. Gotcha. Uh, once you lose it, uh, you've lost that trust. Right. And to be able to get well, that, to be able to pass a clearance, 
would then would become because your integrity and your character is in right is in check. <clears throat> well, let's see what he was in charge of. Mm, the rest of the story. Yes, as Paul Harvey used to say, and the rest of the story. So previously, this is before they took his toys away. Malley had played a key role in U.S. efforts to revive the, uh-oh, the mm. Iran nuclear nuclear deal. One of the thorniest foreign policy challenges facing the Biden administration following, uh, here we go, former President Trump's decision to walk away from the agreement that Malley played an important role in negotiating under President Barack Obama. Hmm. Now, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that the pallet loads that you were referring to earlier? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. I'm, okay. Well, the plane was grounded for a short period of time. Uh -huh. Now, apparently, it's still in flight. Uh, apparently, it is. Okay. <laughs> now we have it. So, he had also played a leading role in seeking to secure the release of Americans wrongfully detained in Iran by, like, releasing, like, six billion dollars maybe hmm. something like that 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 was on this last the last deal ordeal yeah. okay it goes on to say this earlier this year two sources say the state department ramped up its own investigation into Malley's handling of classified information which led to his clearance being suspended without within the last two months it's not clear what was uncovered that specifically led Malley's clearance being suspended. The sources did not have any indication that there was a criminal probe related to the matter. I thought, I thought if you mishandled, I thought if you mishandled documents like that, that was pretty much criminal. CNN. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. The article isn't very clear. Kind of like the, the, President Trump walking away from something other. Yeah, yeah okay. Mm. He he didn't walk away from the pallets of money because the pallets of money had already been delivered. So he He's, didn't walk away from that. He I said know. there's no deal. It, that's what I thought he said. <laughs> okay. No deal. Yeah. So it goes on, the move to suspend Malley's security clearance was not communicated widely within the State Department or across the Biden administration as the department kept him in his role and made no official announcements about replacing him. Some officials of the State Department were told that Malley was handling personal matters, which is why he had taken back, he was taking a back seat on the Iran portfolio. Two State Department officials and a third person who was briefed told CNN. Here's the rest of the story. It is known that this guy right here is very, very friendly with Iran. He's very, very uh, connected, perhaps to a higher level than what his job was uh, to Iran. And as a result of that, um, I, think, um, I think maybe there was a, a problem. Maybe he was uh, relaying top secret information to Iran. Makes you kind of wonder why October the 7th transpired. There seems to be um, within this current administration someone leaking 
information to uh, uh, let us know what's that there's someone that's working behind the scenes to through Iran to let uh, their proxies know how and when uh, was a good time to to attack Israel. Um, so then that would beg that does continue to beg the question of what's the possibility and likelihood of a terrorist attack uh, here within our own soil here in America. Uh, our freedoms are being, uh, we used to say whittled away, now it's just being, it's actually being chopped away. Uh, and and that's, and that's where we um, need to fully understand that if, uh, if our federal government, if individuals within our government um, are leaking information and their security clearance is being taken away, suspended, um, because of their intimate relationship with Iran, then it would also um, lead to the thought of uh, they're also given information of when's a good time to attack us, when's a good time to plan an attack here. So with all the Ill illegal immigrants coming across our southern border, um, it does, uh, we, have to, we have to really seriously think about um, what, what could potentially happen here uh, with, like you said, the students in Texas uh, who support um, Palestine. They, they were indoctrinated somehow. Right. Somehow or another, right. they and they they have uniforms. The that's terrorist right. dress. I mean, that's not. Uh, you can't go to Walmart. Maybe you can to purchase that. They're not Halloween. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, available. Yeah, on the market there. Yeah. So it would. Uh, so they're being our young our young people are being radicalized. Uh, through the public education system um, and within our universities um, this conversation could really go on uh, in a broad in a broad sense but can could something happen here we're seeing it we've seen it with what happened with Antifa right and and uh, Black Lives Matter you know m movement um, when when you have that aspect of part of our government that Basically, they're weaponized you know, citizens. Right, right. Uh, what what's going to happen in the future? Where you know where do we where within our constitution? Our constitution protects us, our freedoms, but it protects and the, and the law protects the innocent and those that uh, want to do harm. Um, yeah, it's it's a, you know it's it is a real possibility. And so when you have individuals within our federal government that. Uh, they are deliberately working with the enemy, uh, according to, if I'm not mistaken, our Constitution. That that's an act of treason, and uh, because it's putting the U.S. it's putting all of us in jeopardy. It's putting our lives at stake here. Um, so. That's the reason that the the clearances of these people are so critically important. But when you yes. have corruption from from all aspects of our government. Yes. And it's very, very obvious just with the hearings um, with the Biden administration, Biden's son. There's yeah. a lot of corruption going on. And yeah. it just doesn't, unfortunately, does not surprise me. Yeah. yeah. This, gets, this article goes on to say this. Um, 
by the end of 2022, State Department officials were saying that efforts to revive the deal, this is talking about the nuclear deal, uh, were not the department's focus, particularly as Iranian protests heated up following uh, the 22-year-old 20, uh, um, Mahisa Amina in custody of Iran's uh, morality police. But it backs up, and I think this is, is very, very important, that he, Malley worked on the Iran portfolio during the Clinton and Obama administration. This guy's been doing this for a really long time, a really long time. Yeah, once uh, once you get um, uh, a double agent, once they're, um, they're working both sides, they're being employed by our federal government, we've entrusted them uh, to handle sensitive information, um, but then they start uh, working with the other side. They start working with our enemy, our known enemy, right? Um, and feeding them information. And it happens. Uh, you can go back and look at so many different spies that we've had within our own federal government. Uh, this goes on for twenty years, twenty-five years, thirty years. Uh, goes on for a very, very, very long time. That's a lot of sensitive information that's going out. Yeah. That's giving our known enemies intel. Yeah. This is a very interesting, uh, what it says here. Um, it goes on to say, Ob- under Obama, he was part of the diplomatic negotiating team that helped craft the Iran nuclear deal. I thought it was the pallets of money giveaway deal was what that was about. He has been a target for Iran hawks who cast him as an Iranian sympathizer. Hmm. So apparently he's kind of known for being an Iranian sympathizer. And here's an interesting bit of information. You ready for this? Malley also has been friends with Secretary of State Blinken for decades, dating back to their days as teenage classmates in Paris. Wow, that uh, interesting that two friends, childhood friends, uh, must be thicker than thieves sticking together and being able to get federal jobs and being entrusted, like I said, with uh, a clearance and handling and knowing um, sensitive information. Um, And seems that across this uh, current administration seems to be a lot of questions about uh, our, our uh, intelligence community as a, as a whole, as, right. a, as a broad stroke on, on the, on the, uh, your leadership aspect right. of, it. I believe your line, your line people, uh, those that are boots on the ground, that's actually doing the work, good people. I want to um, I want to mention a couple a couple things that um, in, in this regard. First of all, there is corruption at all levels of government, and it's obvious. Has that you know has that been going on for years, decades? Yes, it has, but it's always been rooted out. Mm-hmm. There's a level of expectation, ethics, um, and ethics. Yeah, there is. Yeah, There's yeah. a basis of yeah. morality. Morality, yeah. and we're morality. we're losing it very quickly. Yeah. But getting back to the, the original question, the original issue is, is can this happen in the United States? And what is the freedom of speech? At what level is that? Um, what level is freedom of speech 
no longer part of our constitutional freedoms that we have. And I think that um, our founding fathers made this, I think, fairly clear. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think that they fully understood the significance of some of the religions in the world. Um, the freedom of religion, um, the nation was no doubt built on a Christian biblical worldview. There's no question about it. Yeah. People can question all they want to, but history proves that out. Exactly. But during the um, during the wars, what happened is they were Muslim terrorists, and what they did is they were um, they were hijacking American ships, and they were holding them as hostage for mm. ransom. This has been going on for a while. It's been going like. on for a little while, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So in an effort to try to uh, negotiate with these not wise these people, Thomas Jefferson took a ride. Now it wasn't it wasn't on Air Force One. Mm-hmm. It was probably on, on a boat, I would think. I don't think he flew over there. But he went over there to try to understand and try to negotiate with these terrorists. We're mm-hmm. going to call them terrorists. They're pi- they called them pirates, but they were pirate they were terrorists. terrorists. Yeah. And he got a copy of their Quran, and he came back to the United States and read it from cover to cover. Now, there are people in our Congress that are being sworn in on that Quran, which makes me absolutely sick because mm-hmm. that's not what... Mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson wasn't, hey, I've got a Quran and welcome the he didn't. He read that Quran from cover to cover because he was trying to understand the philosophy of that religion. Mm-hmm. And when he finished, you got a job. Yes, we did. <laughs> it is in a song that we sing. It yes, is, isn't it? It is, yes. <laughs> from, uh, the, from the halls of somewhere, uh, Montezuma. Montezuma yeah. to the shores of Tripoli, yes. Uh, 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 when uh, all else fails... Always send the Marines in first. Uh, uh, yes, uh, yes. We'll get to the root of the root of the issue very quickly. Yes. Okay, I yes. got it. Yes. So apparently, um, he felt the need to do that. Yes, I would and, have um, too. I would have yes been there because he he started understanding that there's no there's no reasoning with that that type of philosophy, and you've got to do what you've got to do, and he he obviously was fairly effective at that. So I guess the question is, is we do have freedom. And what our founding fathers said during this period of time, they said that you do have freedom of religion. There is freedom of religion. There is freedom of speech. But when that freedom of religion and freedom of speech usurps our United States Constitution, then it's no longer a freedom that you can enjoy under the Constitution. Exactly. Yes. And once uh, once that threshold is met and, and goes beyond that, uh, the scope of what our, our freedoms are within the within the framework of the Constitution. Once it, it exceeds that, then we uh, we must uh, pay close attention to uh, 
that ideology. Uh, we must um, do our due diligence in studying and, and understanding and, and seeing the 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 scope of what the what their goal actually is. And um, you have one aspect. I don't know if they. Uh, I think that within our gut, it's really sad. You you touched on uh, we have politicians those that are within our government have laid their hand on the Quran and uh, s- swore to uphold our Constitution on 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 something that um, contradicts that um, and it would do us well to know that we do have the freedom of religion. Um, that no government can force their will upon us. No government can force their religion upon us. We have that freedom uh, to to worship God however we choose or not to. Um, that is our individual choice. But when when you have a religion that says um, we're going to go out and just kill innocent people that don't agree, we're going to kill people that don't agree with us. Innocent, it just it's. Yeah. They're just arbitrarily uh, going to come into your home, and they're going to tie you up, and they're going to cut your head off. They're going to shoot you. They're going to burn you. Uh, what happened in it? What's going on in Israel uh, is a very real possibility here within within our country, yeah. and we can't. It, everyone says, "Well, uh, freedom of re- uh, speech. We can go out and say and do whatever we we want." Well, it. Uh, there's law. There's law and order in our in our land. That's right. And all of that um, is there to protect everyone. That's right. Um, yep. You know, we can't go and force. You know, we can't go and enforce our um, by violence upon them. Um, right. Because the Bible tells us um, that's not what that's not what we do. That's right. Uh, um, we so, but we have. And we we do need to understand that there are pockets of um, their pocket their their entire states almost now that are mostly the majority of them are Muslim mm. that's right. um, they come from the yeah. um, the Middle East they come from countries and uh, President Obama gave them safe haven he, he bought them in and he put them in within certain locations and uh, keep going back to the border uh, keep going back to can it happen in America? Yes, because you got to look at states that uh, they have a Democrat governor. Where are uh, uh, House representatives that we have in our federal government? Where do they come from? Where do senators, our senators, what states are they representing their state from? They're, these they're a represented their representation of the people within the state, and uh, if you have a Muslim within our federal government, they were elected mm-hmm. within that state mm-hmm. that says that there's more Muslims or sympathizers with that religion. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, um, yes, it's very real. Here's a, a quick picture of, of Israel um, amongst, there's Israel there in that little red box. And that is amongst all the green area is all Islamic nations. And, and one of the questions was that um, Israel must win this. They must win this war. And to win this war, um, they're going to have to displace a lot of people in that area. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what I find very interesting is nobody, none of those surrounding nations uh, will take them. And I hmm. find it interesting. Um, I know that um, they try to overthrow the Jordanian government. Mm-hmm. Uh, they try to overthrow the Egyptian government. So maybe they're just they there. There's a problem philosophically that that other countries won't take them, and I would uh, I would be very cautious for the United States to to take them because um, there's a different culture, mm-hmm. it's a different philosophy, mm-hmm. um, it's a different belief system of of life. Yes, and um, I would be very concerned about that. We've all seen the horrific pictures on the internet we've seen them we've seen them on the television and they are horrific and our hearts go out to um our jewish friends yes they 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 go out to our um uh, the the nation of israel and a lot of people say well what can what can i do as as a as a citizen of the united states they're so far away what can we do there's several things there is a lot of of haters here in the United States. So it's not just in, you know, over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's, they're also happening in the United States. Yeah. Here's a couple things that we can do um, as Americans. Number one is pray for them. Yes. Um, keep in prayer for them. Lift them up in prayer um, and pray for that nation. The other one is support them, is, is, to, is to financially support them. There's ways, there's organizations out there that will help um get food supplies and yes. things that families need um, there in Israel and our Jewish friends. And here is the last one that is uh, is really important. Um, this coming Sunday, which is October the 22nd, it's at 2 p.m. on October the 27th in Ocala, Florida, at the square in Ocala, Florida. Um, there are people from all over the state and all over the country that's coming in to that location, um, to fantastic to support Israel. Yeah, um, they're standing um, in solidarity with Israel and our Jewish communities. Um, a lot of our Jewish communities are getting a lot of anti-Semitic um, hate speech and all kinds of other things going on, and we as as Americans need to stand with Israel. And this is an opportunity to do it. I'm expecting a lot of people to be there. I'm looking forward to it. Bring your lawn chairs. Um, there is free parking there. There's a parking garage nearby that's free parking. Um, and please come. It's um, October the 22nd on Sunday afternoon. Y'all can go to church, go to lunch, and then show up there at 2 Absolutely. o'clock yeah. and, uh, and support um, our Jewish friends. Yes, absolutely. Um, the, the theme of the, the event is um, Israel, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. And I'm going to tell you, if you're watching this podcast, you're the only person or the only group that knows this. Yeah. I want to tell them a secret. This is what we're going to do. We are taking um, a banner and we're writing on there, Israel, um, you're not alone on the banner. And then we want at least 500 to 1,000 people to sign that banner and they're signing that banner to let our Jewish friends know that they are not alone. We are standing with them. We are praying for them. We, we are with them. Mm -hmm. And then you know what we're going to do? 
we're going to take it to Israel. And we're going to take it throughout the communities of Israel and show Israel, um, show the people of Israel, those communities, people that's lost loved ones mm-hmm. in this horrific, horrific, vicious um, attack by these terrorists and show them that we are with them. We love them. And um, that's what we're going to do. Yes. Now, that's a secret. So it's 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 yeah. just it's just us. It's just us. OK, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but definitely show up for that. Yeah. That is that is something that is, will make an impact mm-hmm. um, on our Jewish friends. Yeah. Well, this is Randy Osborne. I'm with Chris Workman. Until next time. God bless. Worldview Truth.